I'm Alex. And I'm Teddy. And we are the, the Button Mappers. Hey, the Button Mappers. <laughs> I'm Teddy. And I'm Alex. And I'm Spencer. Yo, Wait, did I just Spencer. say that? What? It's Spencer. What? This video doesn't say featuring the Itch Network. What the fuck's going on, guys? What the fuck is going on here? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Call it a promotion. Guys, it's a party in the office. We got a new member of the team. <laughs> Spencer's not the janitor anymore. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm very honored. I've been I've been uh, brought into the Button Mappers crew. Thank you very much, guys. I can't wait. Hell yeah! You are the you are the official channel co-host. Thank you. We, yes. We no longer Can have to put four words in our video titles. Yeah, <laughs> this is more of a convenience for you guys, I'm sure. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, if you're gonna keep coming on the channel, might as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great because I've been friends with you guys for like years and years, so it's it's nice to actually be a part of it with you guys now. This is so so exciting, uh, and I only hope that I can map out buttons in, in the same respectful manner and, and amazing grace that you guys have continued to do for this last year. So maybe maybe you can in, a, help to expand our joke catalog beyond the two that we have. I plan not to. I'm I'm keeping it well within the clue clue land and columns uh, range. That's all, that's all we got. I still like Arizona and green tea. I think those are classic. I like that one. Uh-huh. If that's all you got out here in Arizona is green tea, then that's what I will I will sell. The did you know jokes are pretty good. Did you know Arizona is only famous for green tea? <laughs> and movies you know, like <laughs> Raising Arizona. Sure. <laughs> sure. Instead of water, they have green tea coming out of their faucets. <laughs> out of our cacti. Uh, cacti. <laughs> Oh man. Um, okay, so let's let's get let's get bumping, guys. The first uh, video here. that we ever did as a button mapper was a discourse, and it was intellectual. It is an intellectual discourse, and we're here to do this. I think Spencer, this is your first intellectual discourse with us on the button mappers. I'm scared. I'm not an intellectual, so we'll see how this goes. It's fine. Company is as company. Wait, keeps. we'll see how disc goes. <laughs> discourse. Very intellectual, Alex. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm not high enough. Mm, yes. Mm. <laughs> quality, uh, quality uh, contribution there. So we're so we're kind of do like we're doing like a two part thing here. I, I guess we're doing like today we're doing 2D platformers, and next Monday 3D. Yeah, 3D platformers, and then we're doing a surprise thing with that at some point, I guess. Hopefully. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, uh, let's just say. Some would do well to tell us which one is their favorite. Yeah, to give us your thoughts on each one, uh, on in the comments of each one. Two um, D platformers, guys. What's your experience with two D platformers? Well, I grew up on them. I, but that's the thing is, I'm not the biggest fan of any platforming, but I also lived in a time when that was the main thing that video games were. Like mm-hmm. when Mario was hot, and I, mean, I guess he still is, I guess, but. When Mario was like, when people were like, oh, I'm going to go play video games, they'd probably say, I'm going to go play Nintendo or I'm going to go play Mario. Yeah. At that time, like, platformers were everything. It was either that or arcade. So, 
like when I was growing up, that's the, immediately my my thoughts were, oh, we're gonna play Mario where you run from left to right and jump over stuff. That's what video games were. My first console was the N sixty four, and I you know I got the three D games first, but that didn't mean I didn't experience two D. I experienced it was either Donkey Kong Land or like a Donkey Kong Country port. And I love that game, and that that one always stuck stuck with me throughout the ages. It's kind of the inspiration to the nickname Teddy Kong. I'm kind of with you, Teddy. Only my first platformer was Country on the SNES. God bless you. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So um, you know, that's that's kind of where my my love of the platformer genre started. And uh, yeah, 2D platformers were a big deal. What makes a 2D platformer to you? Um, well, it has to be 2D. There has to be platforms. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's a side-scroller, right? Yeah, yeah. It's hard to break down, like, so, you know, so we should really break down, like, what makes a 2D platformer, right? I think so, yeah. Well, one is the levels. <laughs> Level design, yeah. So, um, I mean, so the, the 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 basic example, I guess, would be like Mario, like the the OG Mario, right? Like, yeah, like that's like the most basic platformer you can have, right? And, and I get, I get, I was thinking about this a lot, especially when thinking about mo- like transitioning from retro to modern. Is uh, we need to be careful because we we can very very easily encroach on like Metroidvania here. Yeah, let's. We're trying to like keep away yeah, from yeah. that. So we want to set. So I'm like my favorite ones of today. I'm like Ori and the Blind Forest. Well, that's kind of a Metroidvania. It has pl- like that in it, but it's not really the same thing. How would you distinguish I mean, I, the platformer from the action adventure 2D side scroller? I would. You kind of hinted at it earlier. You said that there's levels. Yeah, and level think, for level progression, right? Yeah, I, th- I think having that level level progression where you're not like backtracking or going to older locales where there is none of that and in less rpg elements maybe I, i'm sure there's some but but limiting the rpg elements to a minimum i think probably. like the the what really defines it like like what 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 separates a 2d platformer from metroidvania type game is like in a 2d platformer like the courses themselves are the challenge yeah and that's a, a good point. yeah yeah in a metroidvania game yes there is platforming and it's 2d but like more than likely, it's the combat or other elements that are the challenge of the game. It's not uh, the courses themselves. I would think maybe maybe it's like in a 2D platformer, you are the same character in the first level that you are in the 10th level. It's, as you said, the, the challenge comes from the level design itself, not your growth as a character. I think at the heart of it, yeah. But I don't. I mean, know. you could obviously you could put some improvements in there, but I think generally that's the same. Same will hold true for some of those old school two D action adventures, though. I mean, you know, yeah, Dracula gets the, or I'm sorry, Dracula. Uh, Simon Belmont gets the upgrades, you know, across the level, but Mario also gets the fire flower. Mm. But that's a per level thing, right? Like, but like, I mean, it's the same for Castlevania. So should so should we count that as a two D platformer? Because the levels are a hell of a challenge in Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. It's t- it's hard. I mean, there's 
I think the, the primary sound. distinguishing point is that it's really about the jumping, maybe? The way that mm. you ascend across the level, but what makes Castlevania not a platformer? The combat, maybe? But that's where but Mario's got combat. That's like the definitive yeah. platformer. Donkey Kong can roll. And, and, the, and Donkey Kong has boss fights. I guess the, so is Mario, but they're like really jumpy boss fights. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. Maybe but we I, should go with talking about like what are like like maybe start with what are our favorite platformers, like off offhand. Donkey Kong Country Two, did Diddy's Conquest. Yeah. What makes that your one of your favorites? I just spent so many hours playing it. I I ninety nine percent of it as a kid. Never figured out what the other part last part was, but. Uh, I love swapping between the characters. I like the collectibles. And uh, the graphics on a Super Nintendo look, look mind-blowingly great. And that game has some challenge, too. Yeah. It's it's tricky with its platforming. It's got, you know, like it's got some really creative uh, moments. The, the yeah, part yeah. where the barrels spin, they bring that back in Ukulele and the Impossible Layer, which The part with the I love the part with the honey on the walls and like the bee areas where you have to like stick to the honey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The music Stuff in like that game is fantastic. Jesus. I know that's not like supposed to be exclusive to platformers, but you know, it creates yeah, a mood. The bar. That sets the bar pretty damn high for 2D platformers. Yeah. I mean, honorable mention would be Super Mario World, but I did play that somewhat recently and uh, that game is very very gimmicky. But yeah. we'll, we can get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, sound like a broken guys? record here, but Ukulele and the Impossible Air has just blown me away. I, I'm at the part where I'm about to get my first platinum trophy. I just got to beat the boss and, and purchase all the tonics. And then I, this game, and I still want to keep playing it. It's insane. I, 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 I really need to pick that game back up. I hope you do, man. I hope you get the, or I know you're playing on a Switch, so you can't get the trophy, but I hope that you do You know, get into it. There's so many ways to enjoy it. You know, and a big thing is the level variety. And I mean, you could talk about this with the Mario as well. From the second level, you're going underground. And I mean, it doesn't change up that much throughout the rest of the game, but you have those water segments. So, I mean, in one respect, yeah, it's a platformer where you have platforming challenge, but it's also kind of like an adventure, you know, through the world. And we kind of talked about that with our Sonic stuff too. You know, how each world is an adventure. Sonic Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. It's, that's, that's not a 2D platformer. Um, obviously, you're kind of expecting me to say Sonic, and I'm I, I my mind wants to say Sonic, but when it comes to 2D platformers, I think like one of my favorite 2D platformers of all time, or actually two of them. I'm gonna like lump them together, is the Rayman Origins and and uh, and the Rayman Legends games. Those games are fan fucking tastic. Yeah, they've got a pretty high pedigree. Yeah, they're like they're they're challenging. Each area is really distinct, it, just you know, just like very creative. I don't know. It's just like playing those games and then playing other two D platformers. Like you could tell they they really like they got it with that game. Yeah. You know, with the Rayman Origins and I guess Legends. You know, to some extent. Well, hey man, it's Rayman. <laughs> So I don't know. It's 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 hard to like break down a like an entire genre. This this is the first time we've we've ever done a genre discourse. Well, where do you think 
what, do you think it started with Mario, or is there is or are we gonna go back to Atari and and look at? Uh, I mean, uh, it's. I mean, we could like what, but what, what Pitfall? Pitfall, yeah. I mean, yeah. We I mean, you know, we could start with that, but like, what, what popularized it was definitely Mario. You know, like yeah. Mario Bros. NES. You know, Super Mario Bros. Sorry, uh, on NES. Clue Clue like Land on NES. Clue Land on NES definitely <laughs> did not did not popularize anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just the show. Uh, it is a lost title. Just... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Mario Bros., like, it was creative. Uh, it really, like, the world's, t- like, I guess told a story in a sense, you know? And and you really felt like you were on, a, like, some big adventure. There was challenging platforming, new and creative power-ups for the time. You know, the whole Fire Flower. Even, you know, you know even growing from small Mario to big Mario. Like, that's, like, at the time, like, that's really freaking cool, you know? Yeah. There's like hidden, you know, hidden stages, like a point, you know, a bunch of coins to collect, like. And I think Mario uh, really it introduced that concept of momentum that wasn't really a part of gaming yet, but where you know you you run and you pick up some speed, however yeah. subtle, you know it. That, that game feels good to play. Mario yeah. One's my favorite. But as Spencer's yep. saying, like Mario Three, that uh, Tanuki suit. That's a fun moment when you first get the Tanuki suit flying. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, Mario Mario's always been very imaginative. And I think you need that with a platformer. As you, like, Pitfall's cool, but but seeing the colors of a Mario game and seeing the different ways you can be him and different levels and different backgrounds and stuff, you need that for a 2D platformer. Okay, okay, okay. I have, I have an idea. Um... And I guess since since I'm editing this video, I'll put it up on screen. Let's make a list. What do you need for a 2D platformer? Okay. Right? So, one. Platforms. Platforms. Platforming challenge, right? Damn, you took the easy one. <laughs> <laughs> Platforming challenge, definitely. Oh, I'll, t- I'll do the other easy one. 2D. Two- <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, ca- doesn't count. Um, you need... Uh... Power-ups. You already said power-ups. Power-ups, okay. Creative power-ups, things that change the gameplay up, right? A water level. Ooh, I'm gonna... A water level. I don't know if you need that, but <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm going to argue the other way with that. <laughs> water levels are always my worst, like, least favorite levels. Um, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a weird one in here, but physics slash gravity. Yeah, it's it's got a, a... Well, let's put that in, like, like I, I, I guess game feel, maybe, or, like, gameplay. Like, it has to, you know, like, it has to feel good to play. Yeah. Sort of, but I, I I like it when they, like, every every jump or every action has a certain weight to it. And, like, nowadays, I don't think you could do a platformer that doesn't have, like, wind in some form or uh, even reversal of gravity where you can go, like, mm. up. Like, they all seem to have that. So I would, I would put gravity in there as... It's almost, it's almost mechanic. like the flow, your character flow. Yeah, something like that. Okay. What else? Attitude. Attitude. A bitchin' soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. A bitchin' soundtrack, yeah. A bitchin' soundtrack, which which a lot of time can contribute to the game's overall tone. <laughs> Makes you want to, you know, if you're, playing a, if you're playing a 2D platformer and there's no music and stuff, it's just like... You know, like 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 your little pitter patter your feet. You know, it's not very exciting. Like you need good music. Yeah. 
Alright. I think you need a good concept for the levels. Can you go into more detail? No. <laughs> a good theme. One maybe one. maybe maybe look back at our some of our map outs for that. I'm just thinking like even with country, how it's like when you're running over the treetops and like the rain is falling. You know, I, I guess that everything is kind of distinct and aligned um, in some yeah, way. Because you don't want to look like you're literally running, over, doing the same thing over and over again, because you kind of are in a platformer. It just like escalates in difficulty, but you want it to be like, oh, this was like the water level or this was like the mountain level or this was, you know, make them distinguished enough that it feels different. Hmm. This was okay. the clue clue level. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> this was the column. I broke the game's code. I unlocked the clue clue level. <laughs> uh, uh, what about difficulty? Escalating. Think about the difference between playing something like Country or Country 2 and playing something like Kirby. I mean, I, I don't see difficulty as a necessity. I think games, especially nowadays, they weren't so much back then, although Kirby is a very good counter-argument to that. I like Kirby. I mean, I'm, I'm wearing a Kirby t-shirt right now. See? So. <laughs> Look at you go. <laughs> President, whatever. <laughs> but I almost think that today now, um, that the really easy game part is kind of celebrated, which I guess is cool. It wasn't like that when I was a kid, but... Easy game, easy games are celebrated as like, well, that's a game that I could pick up and play and beat in a couple hours, and that's it. So I don't know if difficulty is necessarily requirement, but I, but I would agree with Teddy that escalating at least would be required. Okay, yeah, escalating difficulty, right? You start out, start out, you know, easy or or you know or you know, I guess on normal, and then you know, you know, eventually, you know, like you don't want the last stage to be easy, and then the stages in the middle to be suck like fucking Sonic One. I think you need right. a unique gameplay mechanic, and I don't want to sound generic with that, but like almost like your your signature character move. What, what's what's some of your favorite examples? Well, I just think to the classics: the Sonic Spin Dash, the Donkey Kong Roll, Dixie Kong spinning her hair. Mm -hmm. Even even when I said Kirby was easy, Kirby has the whole copy mechanic, right? And he floats. And that and yeah, and that really changes up how you play the game. You can't like fall in a pit unless you really fucking suck. Answer. Uh. <laughs> Why are you falling, Kirby? Get back up. Get back up, Kirby. <laughs> Come on. Fly, Kirby. This fly. is the part of the game where I'm really insulted because I fell in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't beat Kirby on Game Boy. It's too hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I think we got a pretty good list. I mean, I don't remember what all they were. But, like, the the elements. What about, like, collectibles? Like, coins, all rings, you need collectibles. Stars, yes. whatever, you know. Pointless like, collectibles. Yeah, pointless collectibles. And, like, you know, they get one-ups and lives. I know lives are kind of, like, kind of irrelevant now. You know, we don't really have lives in, in like, a lot of modern platformers. But they're very important in those 16-bit ones. Jesus. Oh, yeah. You could so, game over. So getting those collectibles really, like, you know, gets you the one-ups you need. What do you think? Do you think modern games should have lives or not? 
I don't, I don't, I, I don't know, because I like, I think now the like those pointless collectibles in modern games are more meant to like for like, for like the completionist, you know? Yeah. For like setting a challenge, you know, like oh, can you get all the things in each stage, and can you you know find this hit the hidden thing and whatever. Yeah. I love, um, and Alex, you talked to me about this once, but um, the ways that you can enjoy a game, like you can enjoy sitting down and trying to find everything and exploring it, or you can really try and speed run through it. You know, I think um, ukulele, I just have so many ways, like I'm, I'm brainstorming to try and challenge myself through that game, you know, to enjoy it, like try and like use some of the tonics to like create artificial speed runs. There's 62 tonics. It's crazy. You know, you could set yourself challenges like, you know, no checkpoints or, um, you know, Yuka rolls faster. And I think being able to, like, enjoy that speed running element is, is kind of signature to the platforming genre. It's a big community. It is. I, I, I know that's one, like, my goal when I play Country, because I've played that game so many times, like, I could beat that game in, like, under an hour, you know? So like my, my thing every time I play that game now is just to see how quickly I can do it. Like, can I find all the secrets? Can I find all the shortcuts? You know? I think it wasn't, I know it wasn't, but I feel like to me, Mario 3 was the first game I even heard about speedrunning for. And then that whole world kind of opened Talking up. Talking about like the warp thing? Oh, well, I guess Mario 1 had it too with the little warp pipes, right? Yeah, yeah. But I never even heard people of people doing speedruns of games. Until I heard someone was like, did someone beat Mario 3 in like, what, three minutes or Jesus. 14 minutes or 14 minutes? I don't remember. But some stupid, like, low number. And that's when all that kind of opened up to me. I know you could beat Mario World super fast because there's like a bunch of secret exits and stuff. And you can go to the castle like super early. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think you can beat Clue Clue Land pretty fast if you just try it. I don't know if you can beat Clue Clue Land. I think you just throw it away. <laughs> That's how you beat it. Yeah. <laughs> you credits roll. <laughs> you just throw in the trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you finally beat the game. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, what about I know uh, Teddy you said ukulele, so I guess it wouldn't apply for you, but Spencer, what what about modern platformers? Can you think of anything off the top of your head that's like like within the last like you know, 5 6 years that you enjoy? No, no? they all they all bleed into other genres, and it's really you know what hard. I'm gonna say. What? Motherfucking Shovel Knight. Dude, I love Shovel Knight. Would you consider? I mean, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, it, yeah it's a 2D platformer. Hundred percent. He uses the shovel as his gimmick. It's it's such a good good throwback platformer game with new uh, creative elements. You know, in that vein, would you consider Mega Man a, a plat- 2D platformer? Yeah. I guess yeah, you should, definitely. yeah. Yeah, it's a course-for-course course game. It's, you know, it's a platformer. I mean, there's, like, shooting elements, yes, but it's a 2D platformer. Same with Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> Almost every Kirby has a spaceship shooter section. Yeah. Uh, Rocket Knight Adventures has a, you, 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 you know, kind of a shooter game, almost. Kingdom yeah. Hearts? That's not a... I don't think it's... <laughs> I don't know. I think we've kind of gotten off track there. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost, it's like platformers just synonymous with uh, action. Yeah. 
Like, I think of platformers I've played within the last, like, five years. I think of Shovel Knight. I think of Super Meat Boy. Fucking that game's great. I, I love Super Meat Boy. Oh, yeah. Super Meat Boy's great. It's hard, but, man, it is good. It's got a bitchin' soundtrack. It is stylized to all hell. It is so fun. That would be my pick for Modern Platformer. What about played. Braid? Isn't Braid. That yeah, I, 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 I hadn't played that one. Um, Me neither, but I heard it was, like, a legit great game. SteamWorld Dig, which I guess you could argue is a Metroidvania almost. But doesn't it make sense to call Metroid slash Super Metroid a 2D platformer? It does, yeah. It's kind it of has it. It's it's hard to argue but like between the difference, you know. There's a shit ton of platforms. <laughs> That's the most platformy game out there. <laughs> Cause if we're going that way, I would say like Ori and the Blind Forest. It's a great game. It's freaking great. Yeah. So I think modern day, you kind of, with, with a lot of them, you either go like really, really retro with it and go for like that 16-bit, almost sometimes even 8-bit look. Yeah. Or you go 3D, 2D, like combine them. 2.5. Yeah, 2.5. That's the Kirby and the Shattered Crystals N64. I love that game. Yeah, I don't. I had so much fun with it as a kid. Kirby moves so damn slow in that game. I, I can't do it. I just love combining power-ups, though. No other that, Kirby That is a cool mechanic. That. that is a very cool mechanic. Yeah, I was but into that. Kirby's moving. That sold speed. the whole thing for me. I didn't care about anything else. I just loved I just want to know. And I, I think I was so stupid. I was always surprised by what the result was, even if I've done it like 500 times. <laughs> that like that sword. <laughs> that wasn't my 2D platformer on X64. My 2D platformer was Yoshi's Story. Mm. I fucking love Yoshi's Story. Have you played the new ones? Yeah, yeah, I have, and they're 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 good. Uh, Yoshi Crafted World is pretty good. Yoshi's uh, uh, Wooly World Woo- is pretty good. Yeah, yeah Wooly. Wooly, 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 Wooly. Yes, it's Wooly. I see an example of a great modern 2D platformer right behind your head, Spencer. Persona. No. Persona Q. No. I'll give you a hint. It's it's yellow. Pokemon yellow? Talking that's, Super Mario Maker? Yeah, that's fucking nuts, dude. Mario I Maker? I think it's an example of how people are really bad at making levels. That's, I mean, yeah, that's going to happen with, with any creation tool. But you play some of the, the good stuff on Mario Maker games, and, like, it's crazy. Like, the, like, you, like the very simple Mario tool set, what people can come up with. I, I think my my problem with it is that the only popular stuff to come out of that are people making those like impossible things. Yeah. Or those like and I think this transitions to a question I had. There's like very stylish levels where it's like it pretty much does the whole level for you just by triggering an action. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise known as Sonic. Or like an auto <laughs> or like an auto runner, you know, kinda like bit trip or something. I was yeah. going to ask, uh, because, you know, you said Yoshi, and I know that some of the flack that those newer Yoshi games have gotten is that they're style over substance. What do you think qualifies as substance in a 2D platformer? Um, okay, so the first fun, like, the, the first factor you should definitely take in, like take it, take into consideration is fun. That's that's probably the, the, the most important factor to any game, you know, is right. the amount of fun, right? Other than that, substance-wise, um, it's 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 a toss-up between between, I guess like the the I guess like the completion goal, you know, like how much is there to do? Because I know like Yoshi's Crafted World, that game's 
good. It's pretty simple, it's pretty easy, but there's a lot to do. Like, there's a lot to find. Uh, to, to complete that game, you have to go back through the levels, like, multiple times in different ways in order to find different objects and stuff. So, it adds a lot to uh, to the game. That's a game that, like, different while I was trying to, like, 100% like, like, do, but it's so... It's so... Uh, there's just, like, so much, you know? Spencer? We, yeah, yeah, substance, uh, Spencer. Um, I think physics is a big part of it. Paying close attention to that and having that matter in the levels. And uh, a respected challenge, I would argue for. So you're challenged, but you're also rewarded for it. Maybe by a cool boss fight, a memorable boss fight, a cool locale, whatever. But you just feel rewarded for being challenged. So you have to also be challenged in it. To me, that's substance equals equals a little bit more of a challenge. Daddy? Uh, he took the answer I was going to say. I was going to like kind of lean back on the challenge. Um, on that note, I was wondering because, you know, we talked about country and country two, but we haven't talked about country three. And I know... Chirp, chirp, chirp. chirp. I know some people are not fans of the game. I personally haven't played much of it, um, but I remember it being underwhelming by comparison to yeah. Country One and Two. What are some of the worst platformers you have played, and why do you? What do you think they're not good? <laughs> I I want to say Bubsy, but that that's just because like it's Bubsy, you know. But like that that game's not good because it tries to do things that popular platformers like Mario and Sonic do but it gets everything wrong like for one like the camera is terrible you can't see what's coming ahead of you you move way too fast the physics feel off whenever you fall you take fall damage which makes no sense for a platformer like that you know it's just like there's no there's no direction like in the levels I can't tell where the fuck I'm going when I play it it's bad <laughs> um if, if you say Sonic, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Can I can I make a case against Sonic though? Okay, for sure. A lot of those levels, and not, I'm not saying the whole level, I'm not saying the whole thing, but a lot of those levels are like Mario Maker levels where they just do it for you and it looks really flashy. What? You, know, you, you <laughs> what bounce around from. You bounce around from one thing to the next, ding, 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 oh. a bunch of things, and then you come out. It's like I've seen levels of that game. Where yeah, it's but like, you you just argued about country, and they have the same thing where you pop through the barrels and stuff, and the level does some it for it. you, right? Yeah, some exactly. Not not to the same amount though. Not to the same extent that Sonic does it. I mean, I see where you're coming from in that, like, yeah, if you just run and through the levels, like some of them, it'll, it'll you know, it'll pretty much coast. But I think that um, if you look into it, like with a lot of the levels, there's just a lot of portions where that happens and you have right, to exploit right. it well. Because if you suddenly jump, you screw up your whole momentum. You know, like we were talking about Hydro City in Sonic <laughs> 3. Yeah. Hydracity, I don't know the name. It's one of those. <laughs> Hydracity. Yeah. Um, and I love those segments where you're running on the water, but, you know don't stop running you know and uh once you do once you get out of that segment you still have to be mindful of the platforming yeah yeah i i, I haven't played sonic enough to give it that bad a review so i'm not going to tell you it's the worst one uh but i will say sonic is the worst one but 
Uh, I'm trying to think of one that's specifically bad because I know that as a kid I rented a bunch of games from like Blockbuster. Kids, you remember Blockbuster? Hell yeah, I love Blockbuster. Print out my <laughs> Pokemon Snap pictures. Yeah. Uh, it was a thing, and uh, you you didn't really know back then because there's no internet like what you're getting, so you're just kind of basing off the, the picture. And so I picked up a lot of bad platformers, and I think there was one like Jurassic Park one, and I think it was a Lost World that was really bad. But there were also a ton of like uh, licensed platformers on the Ooh, Super Nintendo. Yeah, I have. We're back, a dinosaur story. <laughs> <laughs> And I used to play that all the time, and it's not very good. <laughs> yeah, they were they were super bad. I, there, there were some. I think there was even the Cheeto Man. The Cheeto. Uh, yeah. Oh, Teddy knows one. That's that, that's that's pretty great. Teddy, oh. Teddy, you know what I'm thinking of? Can you give me a hint? Uh, it's pink. It's, does he go somewhere? Goes to Hollywood. What? Pink Panther. Yeah. It's a licensed game we never played, and we were going to do a video on it way back in the day. We were just, like, comparing games that we owned. And he owned the Super Nintendo version, I owned the Genesis version. I forget the joke that we made, though. I don't know. It was just funny because Pink went to Hollywood. I don't know. It was, you know how those jokes go. Yeah. <laughs> we never turned that into anything, though. Not like Clue Clue Land. <laughs> do you remember... I, I This one might have aged poorly. I don't remember, but remember Gex? I like Gex. Is that 2D or 3D? The first one's 2D. Okay. Yeah. There's the two different sequel, ones. Yeah, the two sequels are 3D. Oh, there's two sequels? Yeah, there's a second one and a third one. Oh, I, I only know about the first. Um, the first sequel. What about you, Teddy? Can you think of any... Like, what are some bad 2D platformers and why? <laughs> I don't play bad games. But uh, aside from that... <laughs> um, and cool. it's going to sound crazy... It sounds crazy, but I just platformed. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> Donkey Kong Country Returns on the 3DS. And I haven't played the Wii one, but I finished Returns. But my thing about it, it's not necessarily a bad game, but it's particularly bad for its system because the 3DS, with the way it's configured, your D-pad is like in the bottom left of the console. And... You, know, you have the buttons in the the upper right corner, so you have to use a control stick, and it just doesn't work for for 2D. It doesn't work very well. So I'm like I'm almost interested to go back and retry it, but at the same time, like experience a game with like the Wii gimmick, I'm not like that interested. And um, with Returns as well. You know, just by comparison to the lore of Donkey Kong Country, not that, like, I know it, but I know the Kremlings, you know, they're classic. They're classic Donkey Kong villains. You know, K. Rule. Those Tiki guys are not. They're just, that's like a, that's a modern, that's a modern gaming thing. It's like, oh, let's just give these, like, let's let's make Tiki's the villain and make them, like, you know, have eyes. I don't know. Maybe that's a banjo thing, too. But. I love Returns. I... I mean, I can see your argument with the 3DS version with the controls, but uh, I played both versions all the way through, and I still think that game's great. I mean, the whole game is designed around being like a crazy return for Donkey Kong, and also stylish. You know, it has a lot of style segments, but 
you know, and I remember stages. I remember this one with like the water's crashing in from the background and like it's like this giant kraken or something, which is which is pretty cool. But thematically, I don't think it holds up to the old school ones. And um, yeah, just that level of control isn't offered to you for the types of platforming that you have to do. And I never I'd thought of country as like the super crazy platforming game. Like, yeah, it has hard platforming levels, but it's not like designed around insanity. I'd be tempted to argue with the returns argument, but we'll save that for another day. <laughs> um, can I say that? Can I say an overrated one? Well, I was gonna uh, do one request. Oh, go for it! Go for it! Because uh, I said Bubsy, and that's that's an easy one. Um, but one that really offends me personally: Mega Man Seven. I can't stand Mega Man Seven. It's the, it's like the classic game for the Super Nintendo, and the problem is is that they made the sprites too big. And I never feel like I'm gonna make my jumps, and and I and it feels very claustrophobic. And I cannot play that game for shit. And I and I I love the classic Mega Man games. I hate the way Mega Man controls. He's so heavy, and then like he's slippery. You can get used to it in the NES games and stuff, and even I, some I of the later in, games. I've beaten one and two, and I just I'm not tempted to replay either or to. Well, seven, more of them. seven's like, imagine that only if Mega Man was like 15 pixels bigger and like he, you know, he can jump and touch the ceiling. Like it, it feels awful. You know, like I just feel very cramped playing that game and I hate it. Hmm. Spencer, go ahead. Okay. I wanted to say, and I hinted at it earlier, but I think uh, an overrated <laughs> platformer is probably, bless you, probably I'd Super never Mario World. <laughs> Bless you. What system is that for? Yeah, bless you. It's for the Blessed 64. <laughs> blessed 64. <laughs> it's Blessed Core Process. Hashtag Blessed 64. <laughs> uh, I think Super Mario World is very overrated. I've seen it on people's like top something lists or whatever. I would not put it there. On my, on my last playthrough that I did of it. It, it was like... It, the, the middle of the game, the middle chunk of the game felt like... Uh, somebody just did Super Mario Maker uh, on it because it was just a bunch of gimmicky spins and stuff you had to jump through. Like, I think another part of uh, that we we didn't we sort of touched on but didn't with with what makes a 2D platformer great or what what you need is uh, a, a realistic. I'm gonna use it. Careful, aesthetic. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Um, Woman because, drops her baby. <laughs> Quick catch. Because having good graphics is great and all, and having a good background is really cool. But if your area looks like it was just designed to be a jumping platform game, then it's not very interesting. You know what? You know what though? Um, I wouldn't say Mario World is overrated compared to my example here. I we're, we're talking about 2D platformers, and I find it interesting that none of us has brought up the new Super Mario Bros. game. Dude, because, you took my answer. Because fuck those games. I hate that first one. <laughs> they that feel, one's, that they, was so overrated. People feel, love that game. All, all four of those fucking games like feel so copy and pasted. You know, they just feel like the the most basic platformer shit in the world. Like, yeah, I don't like that first one. I've played it uh, twice, I think, and I I was just very underwhelmed by the end of I've, it. I've played all four of them, and like, yeah, like while you're playing it, like you can get a little bit of enjoyment out of it because you know it's a Mario platformer. But 
it's the most basic copy and pasted like safe shit you know like it's it's so it's not very good I I played a little bit of the first one but didn't get didn't get into it so yeah the, like like and and they pumped four of those things out like within the span of like five years they did better on the freaking Game Boy did you, have you guys played that Super Mario um land land two yeah I land two with the golden great. coins land, land two is fantastic I love that one. Never played them on the Game Boy. Pretty good. Wario Land's pretty good too. Wario Land is pretty good. I don't know if I like it as much. It's weird, but Wario's weird, so that's okay. Wario's Woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any more overrated games? I'm sure there's some I, can, I, I, I can't think of right now. I think this is a good time to ask the viewers. Viewers at home, is let us know it? what are your most favorite, least favorite, most overrated uh, platformers, and what's a key term you would use to describe what makes a platformer? Is it worth it? <laughs> you can answer that one too. Anybody play Celeste? I have not played Celeste yet. Played Owlboy. Is it good? It's okay. Do you know what the gimmick is? You're an owl boy. Yes, <laughs> you're an owl boy. Is it like a Kirby kind of gimmick where you can flap your wings and fly around? Yeah, it's pretty challenging though. It's pretty big. It's some might call it a Angel Metroidvania. 3. Oh, sorry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's guys, on other parts of the internet. Have you guys played the uh, the Monster Boy, or sorry, not Monster Boy, but the Wonder Boy, like Dragon Dragons Trap, Trap remake? No, I'm aware of it, though. That game's great. I, the game's not operated. I just wanted to bring it up. <laughs> Have you played Have Kirby's you played? Adventure for the Game Boy? This, Have you played, played Mutant Muds? <laughs> I was just trying to look up... I was looking up the top top-rated 2D platformers, and I noticed we hadn't spoken of Celeste yet. There's a couple in here, but well, to me... Well, well, hold on. I want to see what they are now that you bring that up. And it's not it's not a rate ranking it's just a Google search okay and it just gives you what they what I guess what shows up a lot um, yeah I mean we got we got Shantae we didn't talk about I didn't really play that too much darn okay they always seem like very generic platformers I tried to get into them I played um, a little bit of the first one and the second one and I don't know I just couldn't get into them as much as I wanted to. I think uh, it's weird because the indie scene splurges with like these kind of platformers. I, I personally don't think much of the Shantae games either, and I see them put on such a pedestal. Yeah, yeah. I think what, it's what? just the gimmick is like it's a girl and her hair thing. I don't She's a belly dancer or something. Two questions. What is the hardest platformer you've ever played? Super Meat Boy. And, and was it worth it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's almost as serious, was it worth it? Because sometimes they're challenging and they're not worth it. I'm still gonna say quit. I'm still gonna say Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy. That game's fucking hard, dude. But it's so it's so good. Like mine may have been Ninja Gaiden. Uh, yeah. Oh, those Shinobi games are those platformers? I don't know. No, you don't really do a lot of platforming. It's mainly you like, do though in Revenge. You jump, yes, but you mainly walk and. Slice and throw, uh, throw shurikens. I don't think it's a lot of platforming in that. Yeah. Oh, so the most difficult one I ever played or beat? 
Yeah, just played. Because maybe you gave up on it. It's that Kirby. game Kirby. we did in the game talk. Is that slain game? Kirby on Game Boy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> slain. Slain. Kirby. <laughs> Kirby Nightmare. Was it slain? <laughs> yeah, I got slain. <laughs> slain. What made it? What made it not worth it? Everything. Oh. You couldn't get past this damn spike or these little guys. They fucking suck. Slain. Could would you consider? A, a a platforming game also like a side scroller that doesn't have that's more of like a storyish kind of game. Like what? Give me an example. I'm specifically. Oh my god! I uh, what was that black and white? Game? Oh, now I'm a jerk because I don't. Pokemon. Remember. How about this one? Grease. Have you guys ever played Grease. Grease? Oh no, I know what it is though. I played it. It lasts like four hours, and it's more of like you walking through a painting. And the puzzle, there's slight puzzle elements. There's Platforming elements, but it's very, very simple. Well, I guess. Maybe that'd be more of the visual instead yeah, of the I don't know. substance. Any games can kind of like trickle that line, you know? Yeah. Except for Steam World Dig 2. Go buy Steam World Dig 2. That game's fucking great. Okay. <laughs> Especially just leaves and buys it. Okay, bye. I gotta go to the store. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> See you guys later. I gotta go to the store. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh! I know one for the for the worst uh, ones I've, I've ever played. What's that? It it um it's 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 mighty, and there's a number, and that number is nine. Oh. I never played it. I heard it was pretty bad, though. Yeah, it is. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bummer. <laughs> um. All right, guys. I don't know how to how to how to wrap this thing up. I don't know how you guys want to wrap this thing up. Um. In the second dimension, there was a time. A time in space. And the the platforms exist. This was an intellectual discourse <laughs> on two <laughs> D platformers. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, once again, we take pride in honoring and our new member, our newest member, Spencer. It's good to have you on as an official co-host. I won't let you down, uh, Bruce. Ma uh, what do you call? What do you call? Just mappers? Is that what we call everybody that listens? Mappers and mappers. In every channel, you have to have names for the people that watch. What do you call them on the Itch Network? We call them Itchinites, but uh, half of half of the Itch Network does not want people to be called that, so we don't market it that way. But well, I call them Itchinites. With majority, I'd say, "What's up, majority? It's majority." Do you know what I say on Turbo Zone? Turbo, Turbo. Zone. It was a, it was geeks and gamers. Geeks and gamers, that's freaking frack. No, 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 that's turbo zone. I do turbo zone. But you, you took that from freaking frack. Yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of transferred over. Uh, so from when I used to do it on turbo zone. Oh, sorry. Fellow I'm, mappers I'm and mappets. Yeah, mappers, mappets. Okay. Could, yeah. We could, it's, it's, it's thought in progress. Look, know. there's two uh, genders. Okay, there's clue, clue, and columns. Pick your, pick <laughs> your poison. Yeah. You can go fluidly between the two, but you always suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great note to go out on. 
<laughs> Just remember that always. You always suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, viewers. Thanks for no, viewing. No, of course. Bye. Bye, mappers. That's your <laughs> sign-off, Spencer? Wow, that was weak. You get a weak oh. sign-off game. Signing off. It's Spencer from the should, button should, should I, hit my, I hit my desk should we do like a uh, a, a sign off this is Alex and I'm Teddy and I'm Spencer thanks and for we are the button mappers don't forget to <laughs> ring that you're gonna say it don't forget to ring that subscribe bell and notify our our patreon and, and give a one up to that subscribe uh, button tweet our Facebook and uh, uh do whatever else you need to do. Um, Jump on that like button. <laughs> Jump on the like button. Comment. <laughs> Spin dash that comment section. Uh, boing. That was me jumping. <laughs> <laughs> that was me jumping out of the out of the discourse. Hey y'all! Don't forget to subscribe to the button mappers.